Hello and welcome to Colchester's 2019 Town Plan Audio Experience. For those who could not make it out to our Colchester Planning Commission meetings, we hope to provide you with a brief takeaway of what you missed. At the September 4th meeting, Director of Planning and Zoning Sarah Had talked about natural resources and discussed plans for the future with the public. Check it out. I'm going to take you through a wide variety of resources that Colchester has from water resources to habitat to open space to the tiny dot up there is sort of new additions. Some of the things that revisions to state statute have required us now to address as part of our plan. So just in terms of um, sort of the first and foremost thing to think about with Colchester natural resources are our water resources. Lake Champlain, Winooski River, Lamoille River, uh, Colchester Pond, all of our different streams, wetlands, our flood resiliency, a lot of floodplains. We have the other, a lot of people think of the Intervale in Burlington. We also have the Intervale on the south side of Colchester. And so a lot of these water resources um, need to be addressed in various different ways in our town plan. This is a current sort of map of all of our different water resources that's in the town plan. It's a little bit hard to read because there's so many of them and they overlap. If you would, some of the most prominently down towards the south, you see some big green blue blobs, uh, which are associated with the Winooski River. They're floodplain, wetland, and just the river corridor sort of itself. And this is sort of important to sort of take in right now because there are some new state requirements about addressing river corridors. As you can see, we've already substantially addressed a lot of our river corridor planning because of these large sort of intervale areas, areas that the river can move around, that can flood. Uh, we're at the mouth of both the Lamoille River to the north and the Nooski on the south. The good thing is these aren't very dynamic rivers by the time they reach us. They're slow moving um, and don't move around in their banks as much. We also have the Mallets Creek wetland area here. Uh, substantial wetland floodplain area. We have Colchester Pond here, and again, the Lamoille River is up here towards the north. Our southern border is the Winooski River. And then you get out um, towards Colchester Point, and you have other areas um, such as the Colchester Bog, Rosetti, um, some other substantial wetland areas out there. So as I said, we can come back to some of these, and this is just a very quick overview of all of our natural resources and how they sort of fit into the town plan. Um, next on the list is habitat. What we talk about with habitat are things that we can usually map. There are things such as deer yards, places where deer live in the winter. Um, endangered species, areas that either have endangered species, um, whether that be plant or fauna or actual animals uh, or just habitat capable of sustaining either. Um, and then what you call these biological natural areas, some areas that are um, sort of rare that you don't see in many places, um, one of them being sand plain areas. If you go to coastal New England, you'll see these large sand bluffs um, and the vegetation growing of those. In our northern climes, those are a little bit rare and Colchester has um, perhaps Vermont's best examples of them. So these are our current natural features that we have in Colchester. You see some overlap with some of that first map in terms of some of those wetland areas or along the river corridors, some of the floodplain areas as well. These significant natural communities are meant to be sort of large blobs. Somewhere in there is that habitat. The state purposely makes it a large amorphous blob that you can't pinpoint the exact area to provide protection for these things. 
And again, deer wintering areas, this is from 2014. Some of these things move around. They're fairly dynamic. Uh, deer wintering yards are one of those. They don't remain constant. Uh, there are some very prime areas in Colchester, but um, again, those areas can move around. The significant natural communities are not really updated as much as some of the other natural resources that you'll see tonight that are mapped. Next on the sort of list are open spaces. In 2000, we created an open space plan. Um, it was part of the Cirque uh, Corridor Highway Planning, and it uh, noted some of the areas in Colchester that were rare, threatened, endangered, and how some of these areas would be mitigated. The Cirque is now long gone. Um, the 2000 space plan has not been updated since then. It's an area that perhaps needs some updating. I think I noted in staff notes that it would be useful in terms of um, with planning and development subdivisions, something that we're seeing more of in Colchester, they're required to have open space set-asides to really sort of um, highlight what are the important areas for us to look to for these open spaces and which ones are not. So we can flip through some of the open space plan if we like tonight. It uh, has a variety of different maps to it. It's fairly dry with text. And a lot of the maps that you saw previously in terms of mapped open spaces are mapped by neighborhood in this, as opposed to the sort of larger maps that you have. Again, this has not been updated since 2000. A lot of these areas can move around or may have been mitigated through development. Public conserved lands. This is the map from the current town plan, and it sort of highlights some of these areas that have been set aside in perpetuity, either through parks, preserved areas, conserved areas, um, ag and forestry areas are managed. There are quite a few of these natural areas throughout town, which some of which are enjoyed for recreational purposes, some of which are just such as the EVM bog, really more sort of sets asides for their natural functions. We've inherited some of these through development or different conveyances of land that have been donated to the town. You have an area up along Colchester Pond here, which is the town forest. And you can see that this is an area that's all managed by the Winooski Valley Park District. So again, we have a lot of land in Colchester that is spoken for either through some of these important natural resources or preserved or conserved resources. And you can see a lot of the overlap. A lot of these important areas are protected in many ways. So that's sort of an overview of where we've been and what's in our current natural resources chapter. And a few things that we now have to look to include in the town plan that were not included before are river corridors, forestry blocks, and perhaps climate resiliency. With river corridors, and this is a map from regional planning, and it's a little bit faint and hard to make out, but these sort of light green areas, if you would, are some of the areas that are smaller blocks. You see the big green splotchy area up around Colchester Pond is one of a prime forestry blocks. What the current state statute says is that with your municipal plans, you have to plan for forestry blocks, how you're going to um, manage them, if development impacts them, how some of those impacts are going to be mitigated. We don't have much to plan for, which is a good thing. The other good thing that we have going for us is a chunk of it is already conserved or preserved land. So we do need to add in some language to the town plan recognizing this is a, being a forestry block, but it really doesn't impact a further a lot of the natural resources and protections are already in place. So that's the first item of business in forestry blocks. To jump to river corridor protections. This is, if many of you recall, sort of on the heels of Irene and a lot of the flooding that occurred in the upper valleys along rivers. 
and rivers jumping their banks and moving into wholly different areas. This is river corridor planning. It's really meant for that sort of dynamic area where a river wants to bounce around. It doesn't stay constrained to the same stream channel and to make people aware of the possibilities that are happening and plan for it and calling these hazard areas. We don't have all that much in Colchester that again is not spoken for. We've done a lot with our floodplain management as well as stream buffers, river setbacks, so it's sort of the same thing, but by a different name. And um, talking about, I think, a paragraph or two about the different things that we have done towards river corridor planning and how we're going to address these things in the future moving forward. A lot of it will be sort of in tangent with entities such as the Regional Planning Commission um, in terms of mapping these areas. And if there's any additional risk assessment that needs to be done, again, looking to do that maybe during the term of the next town plan. So that is river quarters. And a lot of this, you can see, not all that much different from the previous maps. As a matter of fact, if you take a look at the river quarter along the Winooski, a lot of that is actually less than some of those larger blobs that you saw, which are the wetland floodplains of the current river. Last but not least, um, talking about a little bit about climate resiliency. Um, so I think as we sort of reviewed the things in state statute and the goals, that we need to address in the current town plan, a lot of them being around energy. And that Colchester wants to be able to have an energy plan that will be recognized by the state, inciting alternative wind, solar sources in Colchester and how to mitigate those. There's also greenhouse gas emissions that I think was looking to maybe not necessarily within the energy plan, but perhaps are best addressed in natural resources. And I think the VCAN plan that is in your packets, the Vermont Climate Action Commission's findings, align with the energy plan in terms of some of the things that can be done to conserve energy, also help to reduce greenhouse gases. And there's an interesting part in that in terms of recommendations about forestry blocks and being carbon sinks. Well, guess what? We have to address forestry blocks already. So this is sort of the sort of entree to the commission's discussion is to give input to staff in terms of how far do you want to take this in addressing it in the natural resources chapter. And uh, one of the things that you could look to is also this resilient community scorecard. What does it mean to be a resilient community? Planning for change, planning for the next storm event, um, planning for climate adaptation. And I think I pulled a page out of this resiliency scorecard that spoke to climate change. And there are a variety of things. You can incorporate some of the findings from the state's VCAN report in terms of planning for better energy use also helps with greenhouse gas. Again, state plan says you should look to address greenhouse gas in your plans municipally. This is talking about the increased frequency of rain events, earlier spring melt, some of the shorter winters, and some of the projections for higher emission scenarios, lower emission scenarios. There were times this summer that it did feel like it was Alabama, and the sh- <laughs> I think the chart says that it's Alabama uh, in 2070. So again, different ways of looking at it. I'm going to look for guidance from the commission in terms of how far in depth do you want to go in terms of either climate resiliency or climate adaptation. So that's sort of the droplets, if you would, from the Colchester Natural Resources Plan is a quick overview for tonight. More than happy to go back, go into details on some of these, but again, a lot of diverse resources to get through. So I'll leave it at that. So that's it for now. We encourage you to share this podcast with your neighbors and on various social networks. 
For more information on the town plan and meeting dates, check out Colchester's 2019 town plan website at tinyurl.com slash 2019 town plan and sign up for our thoughts on Thursday email service to receive additional content and surveys to help shape our community. Thanks for tuning in and we hope to see you at a meeting soon. This podcast was produced in collaboration with Lake Champlain Access Television. Find out more at lcatv.org.